Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my home school, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So today I want to talk about something that is probably relatable to everyone out there and that is how do you turn off your mind I don't know about you but I have enough going on in my mind without adding all the clutter from this world with you know internet and just news stories and all of that stuff filling it constantly Uh, my mind never turns off So if you're like me, let's talk about that today. And let's talk about uh, how we can focus on, you know, simplifying things in our in our mind and how we can stop overthinking. Uh, I always like to say you can't uh, you can overthink, but you can't overpray. So let's talk about that in a minute. Before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. They are biblically based. They have everything from K to 12, self-paced, online, traditional textbook. We super duper love their elementary science. That is definitely my favorite product from Apologia. We've used Apologia most of our entire homeschool journey, which has been a long time. Uh, Right now, you can save 20% on self-paced curriculum or receive free shipping on orders over $150. And That's in the contiguous United States. Also, you can go over to their website at Apologia.com. They have all kinds of resources for the homeschooling family. They have... um, uh, free resources for your kids, for yourself. Um, they have a free homeschool boot camp. Just go check out all that they offer. I love going through their website. There's just so much there. It's so much more than science. They have math now and um, you know Bible-based curriculum for social studies. Uh, like I said, science, math, you'll find Bible worldview. So go over to Apologia.com and see all that they have to offer. I also wanted to remind you guys and give a shout out to my friend Robin Miller because if you've noticed, um, if you've been a podcast listener for a while, you will have noticed that our theme song has changed on the podcast. Our intro and our outro has changed. I had the same intro for many, many, many years. And this year, my dear friend Robin Miller, um, she is a beautiful singer and songwriter, and she led worship at our Simply Living for Him retreat. She surprised me with her new song at that retreat called Simply Live It for Him. And it was inspired by this ministry. And I just was crying like a baby when I heard the song. So you hear a little snippet of it on the podcast at the beginning and at the end. We're using it for the theme song. But you can go over to Spotify or all of the streaming um, 
apps. You can also buy her CD or downloads on Amazon. Uh, she has a website. So go over to my show notes and I will link the song and I will link where you can find more of Robin's music and where you can hear the whole song of Simply Live It for him. Super exciting. So let's talk about our minds. You know, they say our minds are a battlefield and everything begins in the mind. And I've talked over the years a lot about mental clutter and all that. And so, you know, you can find lots of podcast episodes in the archives, go to the blog and find stuff that I've said. Um, But today I really just want to hone in on like this aspect of overthinking because there's a lot I could say about mental clutter. And like I said, I've, I've done many episodes on that mental clutter and what we fill up our minds with. But there's also this aspect of overthinking. And you know, in order to live a more simple life, we got to stop overthinking because overthinking complicates things right there and everything begins in our mind. And You know, I posted this week on Instagram a post that was really on my heart, and it was talking about, you know, um, our attitudes and our actions and our behaviors, and all of those things stem from our relationship with the Lord, right? Like a lot of times we get it backwards. We think that we need to behave a certain way because we're Christians, or we need to do certain things because we're Christians, or we need to, you know... um, just be a certain way. And it's truly not, that's truly not the way it is. It's the opposite. We behave a certain way because of the outflow of the Spirit working in our lives. It's not actions will make us more Christian or actions will make us closer to God. It is our actions that are an overflow of our relationship with the Lord. And I think many of us struggle with this. We don't even realize. I know I've struggled with it and we don't even realize it. I know definitely earlier on in my walk with the Lord, and this is still an ongoing battle where I have to remember if I'm feeding my soul and if I am walking with the Lord, then I don't have to think about how I act. I don't have to think about, you know, um, the things that I want to do in, in in ways of serving the Lord. I mean, yes, we think about them, but they they are a natural outflow. And we don't have to try so hard because guess what? If we try hard right there, we can, like, that's a red flag. If you're trying harder to be a good Christian, stop. Because that means you're doing it in your own strength. And truly being a Christian is about letting the Spirit work in your life. And the Holy Spirit gives us power. And that's where the fruits of the Spirit then become evident in our lives. And so our attitudes, our actions, our behaviors, the the ways that we serve the Lord, everything we do, everything we choose moment by moment in our day, how we choose to spend our time, how we choose to spend our money, how we choose to, you know, um, what we choose to do with our lives, every little thing from big decisions to small decisions is a reflection of our walk with the Lord. It's not the other way around. I mean, yes, we want to use Christian principles to guide us and say, well, you know what? That's not a good choice because the Lord, you know, shows us what's a better choice. But truly, everything we do should be us operating in His power, not us operating in our power trying to portray some visibly um, on the outside appearance of a Christian. It should be, this is just how I behave because I have Christ in me. 
And so then that all goes back to our minds. If you are like me and you struggle with the battlefield in the mind or you struggle with overthinking, it truly goes back to are you operating in the power of the spirit or are you operating in the flesh? Because if I have the mind of Christ, I'm going to think like he wants me to. So even our thoughts have to be in submission to him, you know, take every thought captive, right? Even our thought life has to be submitted and surrendered to the Lord and say, Lord, I want your thoughts to be my thoughts. I don't want me to get so caught up with thinking about everything over and over in my mind, turning over scenarios, turning over decisions, turning over this and that, that I'm not allowing your spirit to truly be what is controlling my mind. So I was looking up some verses beforehand before I started to record about um, this very topic, about the mind, and tons came up, but it says in Romans 8, 5, and 6, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. I don't know about you, but I talked recently about uh, experiencing the peace that surpasses all understanding, and that started in my mind. That started with me repeating the phrase over and over, God is faithful, God is trustworthy, and God is in control. Because my mind, it was when we dropped off my son in South Carolina for a nine-month program, which is 11 hours away from us, which was hard. Um, And my mind in the flesh wanted to think about all of the what if scenarios that could happen with him being 11 hours away. It wanted to dwell on how much I'm going to miss him, which is normal and fine to, you know, to walk through that grief. But we don't want to dwell on it. Like I was reliving every happy moment of the summer. And you know, I was kind of letting my mind be controlled by things that felt good in the summer, and I didn't want to move on to the next step. Um, I was letting my mind think about, uh, like I said, worst case scenarios. What if this? Or what if that? Or what if he doesn't like it here? Or what if it's not a good program? Or what if he gets sick? Or what if, you know, he needs us? Or what if this? What if that? Blah, blah, blah. Right? You could go on and on forever, especially somebody like me whose mind doesn't turn off. And so while I was there, I just started literally in my mind repeating the phrase, God is faithful, God is trustworthy, and God is in control. And I really experienced a peace that surpasses all understanding because I literally had to surrender my own thoughts for the truth of who God is. So in that moment, I didn't even say, I trust you, Lord. I trust you, which I've done that in the past because you know what? I'm just a human who constantly fails. So even when I say, I trust you, I still have my own uh, control in there. But when I just say who God is in my mind, and I just literally put 100% truth in my mind, because saying, I trust you, God, I trust you, God, is still not 100% absolute infallible truth, because sometimes I don't trust, sometimes I fail. So when I say God is trustworthy, and I put that in my mind, it's a literal 100% absolute truth. And so that really helped me to just stop thinking the thoughts 
that could come into my mind that could steal peace. And I wanted to, um, you know, just talk a minute about that whole idea of overthinking because some of us may have a struggle with our minds more than others. Like I think we all have a struggle where, you know, we operate in the flesh, like it says here in Romans 8, 5, those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. I think every single day, there's not one of us who can say, no, I never think about anything worldly. I never think as a human, right? We are always operating by the spirit. I think 100% of us would say that we often fail at that. And so, you know, that already has one strike against us, right? Because we're humans, we cannot possibly, even though that is the goal, (laughs) to operate by the Spirit, you know, 100% of the time. I know that I have every good intention when I wake up in the morning and I say, Lord, what do you have for me today? Lord, I want to do your will. At some point in the day, I operate in my own flesh. And so, you know, I already have that strike against me, but then add into it just my type of personality. So if you're this type of personality, then hey, I want to hear from you because we can relate. I mean, I know that the way I am is not the way everybody is. And how do I know that? Because I'm married to my husband who is exactly the opposite according to him, but my mind doesn't turn off. And that can be a good thing because a lot of time my thoughts get turned into blog posts or Instagram posts or an encouraging podcast like this or, you know, something. And I know that those thoughts aren't necessarily bad because I get emails or messages that say, hey, this encouraged me today. So in that aspect, it can be fruitful when my mind doesn't turn off. And I'm constantly thinking like I literally cannot drive without literally seeing something and being like, oh, and like going down millions of rabbit trails in my brain. So I'm constantly thinking, I'm constantly overthinking, I would say, um, you know, all kinds of things. Like I, I can't even just give you examples because it's just like I will just think and think and think and think. And so one time I asked my husband, we were driving in the car and I go, what are you thinking about? Because it was quiet. You know, I'm, I'm over there with like a hundred different tabs open in my brain. You know how they say like our brain is like a computer and we have like all the different tabs open. Well, that's me. I've got this, you know, over here I'm thinking about crossed with this. I'm over here I'm thinking about and I'll get back to that thought later. And it's just crazy. And I go to him as we're driving in the silence. What are you thinking about? And he's like, nothing. And I'm like, you're serious? And he's like, yeah, nothing. I'm like, no, really. Like, what are you thinking about? And he's like, no, really nothing. And that was such a foreign concept to me. I'm like, how do you like not think about anything? My brain doesn't turn off. And it can be a blessing, like I said, but it can also be a curse. Um, and so I, I, I was just blown away. I was like, you're literally not thinking. And so sometimes we'll be driving and he'll just go, so what are you thinking about? Because he wants, he knows like that I'm always thinking and he wants to engage with me in that. And sometimes I don't even know where to begin. I'm just like, nothing. Cause I don't, <laughs> I don't even, I'm like, you want to know what I'm thinking about? And uh, let me give you the list. Let me give you the catalog. And, you know, so when I sometimes might say nothing, it's just because I don't even know where to begin. But when he says nothing, he means it. So I want to hear from you. Are you a person that can turn your brain off? Because I don't know how. Like, I literally don't know how to do that. And again, I think 
it can be used for good because I'm a communicator. I'm able to podcast and write and speak. And I always feel like I've got something to say because there's a million things going on in my brain. And also, I have to, I have my notes in my phone, like, you know, the little notes app or whatever, completely filled. Like I have a bazillion going on at once because if I'm driving and I think of something and I'm like, hey, that could be a blog post or an Instagram post or a podcast or a devotional. I have to like write it down that moment because if I don't, I forget. And I'll be like, what was that great idea I had? And then it's gone. So I have a bazillion different things written down. I mean, if my brain was post-it notes, I'd I can't even. I'd just be covered in post-it notes. So I am constantly thinking. So it can be a good thing and it can be a gift if it's used properly. But I can also go like anyone, like any human, right? We go to the extreme where we think so much. I mean, I'm exhausted from thinking sometimes. Like it exhausts me. My brain literally exhausts me. And so I can go the other way though where I overthink and you know, I struggle with overthinking like, um, you know, when I go and speak, I mean, this is this is really hard for me. So it doesn't happen as much anymore, but definitely in the beginning, I would go and speak at a conference, you know, maybe give a couple of sessions in the day, come back to my hotel room that night, and I literally couldn't sleep because my brain would hear me and all the things I said, I would replay it. It's like a tape recorder. I would replay everything I said. And then I'd be like, oh, why did I say it this way? Oh, why did I say it that way? Oh, what if somebody took that the wrong way? Oh, why didn't I say this? Why did I say that? Like, and I could literally hear it in my head and it wouldn't turn off and I wouldn't be able to sleep. I'd just be so wound up. And the next day I'd just be so exhausted. And so I've struggled with that you know, not turning my brain off, even when I've like, say, met with a friend or gone to coffee with somebody or, you know, just had a conversation with somebody later on being like, did I say the wrong thing? Oh, why did I say it like that? What if they took it the wrong way? Oh, maybe I should have said this too. Like constantly not being able to turn my brain off. And honestly, that's just a prideful thing because I'm so caught up in what others think of me. And I don't want to say it as like, I'm so conceited, prideful, but prideful just in that I'm thinking of me. <laughs> and it's it's really more of an insecurity thing because I'm thinking, well, what if they didn't like me or what if they didn't like what I said? And, and that's exhausting and it's hard. And, you know, God would say in his word, we should have a humble spirit and we shouldn't be so caught up with ourselves that we should be so caught up with others that they come first. And so, you know, that's that's an interesting thing, too, to think about. A couple other verses here, Colossians 3, 2 says, set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Romans 12, 1 to 2. This is one of my favorite verses of all time. Um, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I just love that, like the transformation and renewal of our mind, that the Spirit works in us to do that. You know, I can't transform my mind myself. I can say, stop thinking about these things, and I can try. 
But truly, true transformation comes by an act of the Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit working in us. And the Spirit is not working in us if we're not spending time with the Lord and sitting in His Word and filling our minds with the good things, which we're going to talk about in just a second. I love Isaiah 26, 3. I I literally saw this, like I said, when I left my son in South Carolina. Isaiah 26, 3 says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you, or you can translate that as fixed on you, because he trusts in you. But you know, that trust, again, it's like a uh, the faithfulness, the trust is really given to us by God. Um, and we are an able to even trust him because of who he is, right? Um, because of his power in us. And then there's, of course, Second Corinthians 10.5, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. So that's another um, step here on all of this, that if you are like me and your mind is constantly turning things over, stop in the moment. And capture that thought and say, is this in line with what God says? Is this in line with how Christ wants me to live? And if not, get in your word and find out how you should be thinking, right? Um, Philippians 2.5 says, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Um, let me see here. I just, I had a few others, but I'll stop there for a minute. Um, what we put in our mind really matters. So if we want our minds to be transformed, if we're overthinking, that's why I always say you can overthink, but you can't overpray. If you're find yourself like me and you're overthinking everything, then that's where you just need to stop And like me, maybe repeat truths first in your mind. So repeating the truths in my mind then became evident um, by my behavior. So I repeated truths in my mind. He is faithful, trustworthy, and in control. And then what became evident was the peace that I had on our way home, right? And so the first step is to fill our mind with truths. Again, absolute 100% truths. And where is the only absolute 100% truth found? In his word. So spending time in his word, knowing his word intimately, memorizing scripture if that helps, repeating it over and over. That is the beginning of then that transformation so that, you know, you can be overthinking, but let's overthink with the thoughts of the Lord. Let my mind be filled with things of God, like it says, set your mind above and not on things of earth. Like, let my mind be filled with all that is good and true. Like it says in Philippians 4, 8, that's another good verse. Um, You know, uh, think on these things, things I'm going to paraphrase, that are good and excellent and trustworthy and praiseworthy. And, um, you know, all of those things are then what helps us to then be transformed so that we operate by the power of the spirit. If we're, if we're filling our, if we're already the type of person that overthinks like me, and then on top of that, we fill our minds with junk. You know, it's like we can go two ways here. So for me, I've seen that happen for sure. I'm an overthinker. I can think about things like, I can't even tell you, just, you know, way too much. And then 
add to that me laying in my bed at night because I'm like, you know, maybe depressed or I'm just anxious or I'm whatever and I just want to be alone and I get on my phone and I start scrolling on Facebook and for me, I'll go to the news tab and I'll read all the headlines and then I'll look at, you know, my news feed of what everybody else is doing and then let me go over to Instagram and I see everybody else, what they're doing and all of a sudden, I mean, I was in a bad place to begin with. Why on earth would I add to it things of this world, right? If you're in a bad place to start and you're overthinking and you're starting to get anxious or you're feeling depressed or you're feeling whatever it is and you're not displaying fruits of the spirit, why on earth do you think it's going to change by vegging out and scrolling the internet? or going and watching Netflix, or going and watching the news, or whatever it is. You know, if, if you're not filling your mind with truth, you're just, it's like, it's like you're, you know, you're not feeling good and you just start eating junk food. It's not going to help, right? You already have a stomach ache. Let me eat a bag of Doritos. It's not going to help, <laughs> you know, but if you are trying to remedy the thoughts that are maybe, you know, spiraling out of control and you go to the word, There is power in God's word. That's what I love. Like, it's not just a book you're reading to make you feel good. And if that's the reason you're reading it, it's the wrong reason. You're reading it to get to know God himself. And by doing so, he gives you power. The Holy Spirit works in you and through you. There is no way I had peace coming home from South Carolina on my own. Absolutely can take no credit for that. That only came from the power of God and his spirit operating in me. And so if you're like me and you have trouble turning your mind off and then you're wondering, why can't life just be simple? Why is life so complicated? Evaluate. What on earth are you adding to your already cluttered mind? You know, some people like Steve. They don't have this problem. Their minds are (laughs) not operating on, you know, Mach 10 like mine all the time. But if you're like me and you're an overthinker, you have got to um, be aware. Be aware of this, you know, this problem that can happen if you are not only an overthinker, but then you start over uh, filling it with things from this world. Now, say you're not like me. Say you're like Steve. You still shouldn't be over uh, filling it with things from this world, right? It's just that this may not be as much of a struggle for somebody like that who doesn't tend to overthink. But no matter how your mind operates naturally, like what you're, you tend toward, all of us universally need to know that we must operate by the power of the spirit to transform us in our mind, which then will transform us in our spirit, which will then transform us in our actions. It's not the other way around. People say like, I just have to try harder to be more disciplined. I just have to try harder to be more kind. Like, in fact, there's a thing I'm struggling with these days, and I'm not going to say what it is because it's kind of personal, but I have been asking the Lord to just change it. Like I know that it's not something I can just try harder to do. That it can only happen by the power of the Spirit. I mean, if you look at 
any Christian's life, if I look at my life, my life is a testimony of the power of the Spirit. There is absolutely no way in the world that I would have gone from living in a deep, dark pit doing things that I don't even want to discuss out loud to living a life now completely committed to Christ. That is not on my own. There is no way one day I was just like, you know what? I'm going to change and live this other way. It is evidence of the Spirit himself working in me. But is there still a lot more work to be done? Sure there is. I've got this overcluttered mind to deal with. I've got all these other sins to deal with, right? So we all know we've never arrived here on earth. It's a constant moving forward motion and we're being sanctified and we're being made holy, but we're still going to struggle while we're here on earth. And, you know, these days life feels so complicated and so cluttered. So regardless of how your mind operates, like I said, if it's like mine or like Steve's, If you are um, living in this world, you are going to be bombarded every day. And Satan wants your mind because he knows that's where it all begins, right? So we have to remember that if we want to be transformed in our behavior, it's not about us just trying harder. It's not about us just, you know, I just need to do this. It's, It's saying, I need to stop and surrender and submit and give my mind over to the Lord. And I want him to be so prevalent in my mind that it then transforms me inside in my spirit. And then the decisions I make are a reflection of that. The actions that I do on a daily basis are a reflection of that. If I'm snapping at everybody and I'm yelling and I'm short-tempered and I'm angry, That's not the fruits of the Spirit on display. I can certainly try harder and say, I'm not going to be angry anymore. I'm going to have a better temper. Or I can say, Lord, in my flesh, I can't stop being angry. I can't stop being short-tempered. But Lord, I know that you can come in and you can transform me in this area. And how am I going to get there? Not by trying harder by giving up all control and saying, Lord, I have no doubt that you can transform me, that the power of the Holy Spirit can give me love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. All of those things are not because I have tried harder. They're because It's evidence of the power of your spirit working in me. And it begins in your mind. It begins by not overthinking, but saturating your mind with the spirit, with the things of God, with the truth of his word. Saturate. You can't overthink when it comes to God's word. You can never get enough. And you know, that's the thing that cracks me up about myself. I know darn well that when I am operating in the flesh and I'm overthinking and I'm doing what if this and what if that and oh, what about this and oh, what about that? I know that it is not going to birth good things. It usually leads me down the path away from the Lord. 
But there is never a time where I dwell on the things of God and I sit in my word and I'm in the Bible that it draws me away from him. It always draws me to him because that's the power of the spirit. This this afternoon, as a matter of fact, I was driving home in my car. I went to grocery store and did some errands. And I had a choice because you know, everywhere I go in my car to do errands, it's about 30, 35 minutes. Uh, we don't live close really to any grocery store. Um, and so I had a choice. I can put on the news. I can put on Spotify and listen to some podcasts. And, and you know, a lot of them are edifyings too. So I'm not trying to say, <laughs> so hopefully the Simply Living for Him podcast is not adding junk to your mind. But I will say this, and I say this, I've said this recently, if this podcast ever makes you feel negative, doesn't draw you closer to the Lord, doesn't point you to Jesus, unsubscribe. Because I do not want to add clutter to anyone's mind. I get it. Like we overthink enough. So there were even some edifying podcasts that I listened to that I was just like, you know what? This one was actually going to be talking a little bit political today. And even though it's positive and edifying, I just don't want to fill my mind with that stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I can listen to my worship songs, which I always generally listen to worship songs in the car. And all of a sudden, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to put on my audio Bible for these 35 minutes on the way home. I don't know why that like doesn't occur to me first. But... I'm in a women's Bible study at my church right now. We're studying Acts. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put on Acts and listen to Acts. And I cannot even tell you the blessing it was to spend driving in my car listening to Acts. It's hard to overthink and to let my mind go to all these places it normally goes when I've got God's word being read aloud in my car. So just having that on helps me to not kind of, you know, begin to overthink. The things I started to think about on the ride home had to do with his word. So the things that I maybe was overthinking about was just like, oh, wow, I never thought of that before. Or, oh, wow, isn't that awesome? Like I started to overthink a little bit, but it was about God's word. And it just made me realize like, okay, so I'm going to be studying Acts right now for the next eight weeks or whatever it is with the ladies at church. And I just heard, you know, the whole book being read in one, you know, long thing. It wasn't me just reading like a passage at night or just reading little bits here and there, chapters. I heard the whole thing at once. And it was... Well, I shouldn't say the whole thing because I didn't get through the whole thing coming home. But I'm saying like, you know, chapters at once. And it made me like so appreciate it as a whole and not just like, you know, little bits and pieces here and there. And it made me um, just feel so much more intimate with his word. Like I was just really paying attention and really. And I, I always say when you hear scripture being read. It's different than when you are just reading it to yourself. Just like I say, when you stop and write scripture out, which we do in our Simply Living for Him online community, um, which is a free community. You can come in anytime and study the word with us, write scripture, memorize scripture. Um, You can find the link in the show notes. But we write scripture out monthly. And when I stop and write it, I see God's word differently. So when I write it, it hits differently. When I read it to myself, it hits differently. And when it's read aloud to me, it hits differently. Because I feel like, 
I don't know. It's just how we learn, right? And our different senses are being used. I know when I write it out, it really slows me down and I see things that I would never have seen otherwise. So anyway, just listening, like you have a choice every day. You know, people say like, oh, I just don't have time to read the Bible. If you have a minute in your day, you have time. Like, I'm sorry, if you exist, you have time. And we can't say we don't have time because this is the very nourishment of our soul. And we have to nourish our soul. It is, you know, by him that we live and move and exist. And so if we aren't operating out of a place where we're being nourished properly in our soul, we're not operating the way we were intended to operate. And so it's it's not like, oh, well, I just don't have time. Like no one's saying you have to sit and like in-depth study it. But if you're driving in your car, you have time because you can put on the audio Bible and you can just listen to it. And I'm telling you, that's the way to stop overthinking. That's the way to stop over, you know, whatever it is, whether it's worrying or anxious thoughts or whatever it is. Fill your mind with the truth. And there's no room for Satan's lies. There's no room for fleshy thinking. And it's something that it has to be a constant. Because like I said, I know me. I can very easily be like in the word, you know, every day doing great and, you know, so filled up. And all it takes is one day of me like getting in a mood and not going to his word and scrolling the internet and being alone with my thoughts. And it's a very fast downward spiral. And so we're all in this together. You know, I'm not, uh, that's why I'm telling you this. Like, I'm not over here perfect. I love God's word. I love to be in God's word. And I'm over here admitting like there are times where I choose other things. Now, I'm not saying that you have to sit here and constantly read God's word and, con- you know, have a plane in the background all the time. But what I am saying is the more you operate out of it, it's like you don't even desire to take your free time and go, you know, down the wrong path on whatever it is, Netflix or Facebook or whatever it is. Um, like I say at the beginning of the show, I always say the more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. You want to simplify your life? Simplify your mind. I mean, there was a time where I would, when I first got married, I couldn't, you know, I would get these catalogs in the mail from the Pottery Barn. I've talked about this before and I had to stop, like I had to just start throwing them away, like out of sight, out of mind, because we couldn't afford any of that stuff. And I would see all that stuff and be like, oh, my house stinks. It doesn't look like Pottery Barn. Throw out the magazines. You don't even know it exists and you're happy with your house. If I had Instagram as a newly married uh, woman, I would have been like paralyzed with, oh, my home doesn't look good. Because everywhere you look out there, it's like the aesthetic and it looks like this and looks like that. You don't look at that stuff. All of a sudden, your house looks just fine to you. Because you're not filling your mind with all this worldly chatter. And really, at the end of your life, you're not going to get to heaven someday. And God's not going to say, you had the Instagram perfect house. He's going to say, did you follow me? And so what we put in our mind matters. We can fill it up with the junk of this world, or we can fill it up with the truth of his word. 
What are you going to choose today? I want to hear from you. I love when you guys send me messages. You send me messages on Instagram or on Facebook or you email me. You can also leave a voice message at um, anchor.fm slash simply living for him. If you just want to like, you know, you don't want to type it all out. You just want to say it. You can do that as well. I will not put it on an upcoming show. I think it says there like, you know, it may be used on an upcoming. I'm not going to put your message on an upcoming show. It would be personal, but you know, feel free to send me a message. I love to hear from you guys. Um, so I hope that this encouraged you. If it did encourage you, I would love to hear from you. Um, it's an encouragement to me because, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm like, you know, does this podcast really matter? Does anyone really, you know, get encouraged? And so when I do get that little uh, voice of encouragement in a message, it really makes a difference and it makes me continue what I do here at Simply Living for Him. Also, a great way to support the ministry here is to go to Amazon, buy one of my books. I have three homeschooling books, if you're a homeschooling family. And then I have the Simply Living for Him devotional, which is for any woman. It is definitely not geared toward homeschooling. Um, and that would be a great devotional to help you get your mindset on the truth because that devotional is designed for you to spend time in God's word. It's a great um, gift. If you're looking for early Christmas gifts, you want to put some aside now, you won't have to go shopping later. That would be a great idea. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think. Do you struggle with overthinking? And how do you simplify what you put in your mind? I'd love to hear from you. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today. Amen.